And when you're having a shit day, when you're having an absolute crap week, or you know, sit with it, observe it, what's going on? And the more you can look into the inner world, the more successful you're going to be with your manifestation in the long run. Welcome to the Big Kid Problems podcast, based on the comedic social channel all about not wanting to be an adult. I'm your host, Sarah Merrill, the writer, creator, and pretty normal human behind the popular Instagram, Twitter, blog, and now podcast, Big Kid Problems. So I've spent the last almost decade making jokes about navigating the adult world. And as I've gotten older, I've realized that no matter what your age is, we all have big kid problems. We're all just trying to figure it out. And you know what? That's okay. So each week, we're going to take a funny yet informative look at a specific struggle or big kid problem, if you will. Then we'll break it down with a rotating cast of comedians, personalities, and experts to actually give us the tools and resources to help us solve our big kid problem of the week. From love and relationships, money, career, physical and mental health, bad decisions, and just general life responsibilities, nothing is off limits. So thank you so much for joining me as we navigate adulthood together. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Hey guys, welcome back to another week and another episode of the Big Kid Problems podcast. I'm your host, Sarah Merrill, your resident big kid in charge over here. And I am so excited for our episode this week because we're talking about something very on brand for Big Kid Problems today. We're talking about your quarter life funk. I mean, everyone knows what a midlife crisis is, but your quarter life crisis is unique in its own special way. It's an age where we really start to evaluate our lives and wonder if we're doing it right. Maybe we don't have the career we dreamed of or the relationship or the bank account. It's a time where maybe some of our peers have started to get their shit together and the panic starts to set in like, wait, am I falling behind? Today's guest, Rachel Alice, knows this feeling all too well. She packed up her posh London life in her late 20s and moved back home with her parents, feeling completely lost. And she pulled herself out of her quarter-life funk and turned around and wrote a book all about the tools and practices she used to transform her life. And obviously, if you've been listening to this podcast, you know I'm geeking out about this one because this is literally the reason I started this podcast. Big Kid Problems is based on the struggle of adulting and really going through this quarter-life funk period. So I am pumped to have Rachel on today to share some of her findings. We're going to talk about goal setting, and I mean your goals, not society's goals. We'll talk proper manifestation tactics, how to shift from a lack mentality to an abundance mindset, what to do if you keep hitting resistance or roadblocks in your path, and just so much more. Oh, and if you stick around, we are doing a giveaway at the end of this episode. So three of you are going to walk away with a copy of her book. So stay tuned for those details. As always, I want to encourage you guys to subscribe to this podcast if you haven't done so already. Tell your friends, maybe share this on your Instagram story if you like this one. This episode has so much in it and it's one of those that I think you can listen to over and over again and pick something new up every single time. So without further ado, let's just jump right into it, folks. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. There's a lot of reasons for not being able to sleep these days. The pandemic, the election. Maybe your mom really wants you to start having kids right away. I mean, I don't know. I'm just spitballing here. Well, I can't fix any of that, but I can help you sleep better by helping you upgrade your mattress game. Helix Sleep was awarded the number one best overall mattress pick of 2020 by GQ and Wired Magazine. And I am so pumped to have them as a new partner for this show. One of the reasons they are so freaking comfortable is that they have you take a little two-minute quiz to match your body type and sleep preferences to actually find like the perfect mattress for you. They have soft, medium, and firm mattresses. Mattresses great for cooling you down if you sleep hot. And even a Helix Plus 
Plus mattress for our plus size folks out there. I took the Helix quiz and I was matched with the Midnight Luxe mattress, which is in the medium firm range, which is perfect because I move around all night long and usually wake up on my side or stomach. And I have to say, one of my favorite parts of this whole thing is just how seamless the entire process is. You don't have to go to a store. You don't have to like make small talk with the salesperson. Everything is delivered to your door and you guys know I'm about that life. So if you're looking for a mattress, I cannot recommend Helix enough, but you don't need to take my word for it. Try it out for a hundred nights completely risk-free. They'll even pick it up for you if you don't love it, but I do have a feeling that you will. Oh, and here's the best part. I have a little discount code just for our listeners. Helix is offering up to $200 off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners at helixsleep.com slash bigkid. So again, just go to helixsleep.com slash bigkid. I'm also going to link that in show notes. Take their two-minute sleep quiz and get ready to get the best sleep of your life. All right, Rachel Alice in the house. You are the host of the Quarter Life Funk podcast and author of the Quarter Life Funk, Get Your Shit Together and Manifest an Abundant Life. Talk about a great book title, first of all. Uh, Welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me on. I'm really excited to be here. I'm really excited for this one because when I just even saw the title of your book, you know, like Quarter Life Funk, I'm like, that is very on brand for big kid problems. Yeah, perfect. Yeah, it was funny because actually I never heard the word funk because I'm so British and we don't really say that word. And before I was about to stamp a title on the book, um, it came in and I heard quarter life funk and I was like, what's funk? So I had to go and Google it a little bit, but it was, yeah, and then it made perfect sense. That's so funny. I love when like (laughs) things just, just work out, you know, the way they're supposed to. But I love, I, you know, I obviously I love that you wrote this book and you have a whole platform around this concept. So obviously, you know, if you're talking about a quarter life funk, I imagine you probably went through a quarter life funk yourself. <laughs> can you, yes. can you tell us like for any, anybody who, you know, might not be familiar with you, give us a little breakdown of like your background and like <laughs> where this whole concept came to be. Yes, definitely. So I was around like 28, 29 years old. And I had a pretty rosy life. I, had a dec- I was in a decent relationship. I had a great job, great friendship networks around me. If you were an outsider, you think, yeah, her life's pretty good. Um, but something just wasn't vibing. I wasn't vibing my reality. I was kind of feeling locked in in certain areas of my life. And I was kind of feeling locked out of things that I really wanted but weren't coming in. And then one day, I literally woke up And I said, you know what? Fuck this shit. And I ended up back at home, breaking down the relationship, ended up back at home at my parents' house, single, and starting it all again. So I kind of like sitting back at home, thinking, you know, bored AF, watching reruns of um, The Real Housewives in my onesie. And I was like, I want more. I want more in life. I want to meet my soulmate. I want to travel the world. I want my dream job. And it was only till I tried to go for that, I realized, actually, this manifestation process isn't working as easy anymore than what I I thought it would be. Mm -hmm. So so I went back to the drawing board. I did so much more research and I realized that a lot of it was to do with the power of my mind, the power of my subconscious mind, how my internal world was being reflected into my outer world. And basically, I was filtering the world in a certain way through my, my subconscious mind. And, you know, if you want to manifest like a million dollars consciously, but you've got this subconscious programming that's been programmed since you were a child, um, saying that money doesn't grow on trees, money, it's hard to earn money, it doesn't come through into your physical reality well that easily or if at all. So I went away, did a lot of the inner work, and I ended up um, soon then living in Bangkok. I found my purpose. I met my soulmate. I ended up writing a book. Um, I ended up starting my own business. It's amazing traveling. And it was crazy. Like my life had flipped. I think I call it my book. My life had completely flipped 180, um, you know, in a matter of like a year or so. A year? 
<laughs> yeah, that was. I've been manifesting is. like hardcore for like six years, and like <laughs> I'm getting very jealous right now. I'm getting manifestation FOMO. <laughs> manifestation FOMO, yeah, and yeah, it's 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 been crazy. It, um, just and now and now I teach other people how to do this, uh, and it's in my book as well. Like, um, get your shit together, manifest an abundant life. Um, is full is my story and it's full of journal prompts and how to manifest. But one of the big things that I see so many people make with manifestation is they maybe read the secret, they watch the secret, they think that's all to manifestation when there's a lot more to the manifestation jigsaw than just like, you know, feeling good, believing and receiving. There is this kind of journey that we have to go on, on, on of healing as well. And when I arrived in Bangkok, I went on this incredible like healing journey where I had to look at my past and I had to look at like patterns that I've been playing out and repeat. Um, and that's where I, I just underwent this um, incredible journey of going back and realizing um, that I was constantly attracting toxic relationships into my life. I was in a narcissistic relationship during my um, early 20s to mid 20s. And I really, I wouldn't have seen that. And I would have carried on. I would have carried on an autopilot mode. I would have carried on in this kind of funk where enough, like I was just dissatisfied in life, unfulfilled in life. And when I went through the process of spiritual awakening and applied manifestation, it, it forced me to go back and say, right, look at your life. Look at the patterns in your life. Look at where you, you need to stop that pattern. Because basically healing, it really is, is when we stop a pattern playing out. Mm. It's so it's so interesting. That's like kind of what I wanted to get into because I think a lot of people when they hear manifesting manifestation, they're like, okay, I need to think positive thoughts. And yeah, like yeah. I can tell you right now, <laughs> shit doesn't work. And so I thought that was like a really cool thing. Like when you start when you start talking about like going into the beginning of like this journey is like it's not just thinking about the positive thoughts. It's actually analyzing some of the bad shit that's in your life. I think one of the biggest things with inner work, a lot of people think, oh, it's really like, you, it's a lot of work. It's really heavy. You know, you, you've got to go and see hypnosis people <laughs> and, you know, if it's doing some conscious mind or do all these sort of different things. By just being um, aware of it, is massively powerful. I think that's one of the, the main areas of heat, like inner work and healing work. The subconscious mind isn't fully formed up until around seven or eight years old. So whatever we encounter is just goes straight on into our subconscious mind and forms a story. And then we, we operate from that story. We operate from that belief. Um, so I must have had an encounter during childhood where I was like, oh, I'm not worthy in this situation or I'm not good enough. And I talk about it in my book. It could be just as minute as like your mom coming home from shopping, she's so busy, she hasn't got time to see your new painting and you create that um, crazy moment where I'm not good enough or I'm not worthy. We carry so much shit from our childhood, even though, you know, even up until like 14, adolescence, we're not so great at pro, like rationalizing situations for what they really are and we form these beliefs, we form these stories. And so when I realized that and I had awareness that that was actually within me um whenever I had a kind of thought that in my life um, or whenever I felt worthy or not good enough I was like no I'm not subscribing to this this is old shit this is shit that is not me it's not my true self it's for you know it's, it's, it's baggage from my childhood and I'm not subscribing to it and that in itself is really powerful mm. and obviously you know we can also dismantle the belief and we can dismantle the belief by going well Yes, you are worthy. You are good enough. And we can supply the evidence and we can provide the anti-evidence to why the belief isn't true through just journaling work. And that's super powerful. We have shifts and those shifts, you know, they create the change, they create the ripple effect, the impact in life. And we then operate with this new system and this new shift and it, it, it's seen in our external world. And then you can go deeper and you can, you can rewire it and you can rewire it through repetition. Affirmation work is really cool. So just saying like, I'm worthy and good enough. Hypnosis, audios, meditation is really good. Anything to rewire the subconscious mind, visualization is really powerful. Um, so you can, you can approach healing, you can approach inner work in any way. But like I said, just you having an awareness of what the program is yeah, that is that's most of the work done. 
that's what's so like interesting when you get into this work is um and and you mentioned it in your book too like there's so many different like tools that you can use and it's like about finding the one that works for you because like some of those work like journaling prompts work for me and then like affirmations I feel like don't work for me you know like I can affirm all day long and it's like nothing really happens um I love when you say like dismantling your limiting beliefs because that's actually been something that I've kind of in like the last year really played around with and it's helped me a lot. Like one of the things I, I've just started doing, I I will, let's say like I have like an action and I don't know about anybody else, but I will always think about like the outcome. Like I'll use the example of like, you know, me reaching out to a business to partner with. Like that's coming from me. So I'm like, I have that action and I'm like, what am, what is the outcome? What are the outcomes that could come out of this? And usually like, I think like my initial thought is to always be like, oh, they're not even going to get back to me. Are they going to, they're going to read it and they're going to be like, absolutely not. And, you know, tell me no, or like, I'm going to be embarrassed at the end of this interaction. So now, and I will look at it and be like, what is like the best case scenario actually? Like, is, and is it, is it possible? I'll be like, actually, someone's going to open my email and be like, oh, we were just looking for this, you know, or there, there is an outcome possibility where they actually, someone responds positively. And so I don't, I don't know if this is making any sense at all, (laughs) but like, I try to, yeah, I try to like evaluate. I'm like, okay, there are, is that outcome that the positive outcome is that actually possible? Yeah, it is. There is an mm-hmm. there is an existence that that actually is feasible. So that's what I've been trying to do. That's like one little tool I've been trying to do is just like look at the what the outcomes are that I'm looking at and try and reach for something a little bit higher. Yeah, and and um, that's amazing. And you know. I feel as well at times because of our subconscious programming, we're quite limited in what's possible for us. But one thing that you can do is get your manifestation goals. So say your manifestation goal is to be more visible in terms of getting onto obviously business partner and so forth. And just go and write every reason, every limiting belief to why you think you don't think you can achieve that. And you'll you'll just scribble away and things will be coming out of you know, you'll be coming, uh, I don't feel like, you know, they're going to listen to me. I'm like, my voice is not being heard. Um, I'm not worthy and good enough. And if we bring it all back down, it is this feeling of not feeling worthy or good enough. Mm. And when you start to do that work, next, you're going to notice the shifts. And next time you're going to fucking be like, yeah, this person is ready. You know, this person's going to open this email and want me, you know, <laughs> I'm so fucking worthy and good enough for this. Like people need to hear me. People need to hear my message. People need to hear my voice. When you change that operating system, you, you, you'll go up the higher outcomes. You'll go and you'll move up to those bigger possibilities. And you'll be like, I am not settling for anything less than that. My, I'm not, any, you know, I'm not energetically available for this, this, and this. I'm only energetically available for that. That's what I want. That's what the universe is going to deliver. And get the mindset behind it, and you'll get it. I like that. And that's actually a little bit different than I think you typically hear about manifestation. Cause normally, you know, you're, you're, at least when I started doing this work and I read like secret, I was like, I can have no bad thoughts. You know, like if a bad thought is coming in, I need to ignore it. Like, I don't want to give any power to these bad thoughts, but you're actually saying no, like write down your negative thoughts so that you can actually see like what's going on behind those. Yeah. And I talk about this in the book as well. Like I think manifestation has given birth to this hideous creature called Positive Polly. Like she, you know, she's so, so positive to the, full, the point that it's so false and it's masked. And when you're having a shit day, when you're having an absolute crap week or, you know, sit with it, observe it, what's going on? And the more you can look into the inner world, the more successful you're going to be with your manifestation in the long run. And in my book, I talk about this plug analogy. Like we've got to plug in, um, we've got to plug in and be the energetic match, the vibrational match. And then we've got to keep a wire untangled. And a wire gets tangled, you know, it can get tangled and by um, limiting beliefs, it gets tangled by not taking action. Um, it get tangled by, um, you know, taking action out of fear. And I, I talk about it in my book, like with, with this plug, and we've got to keep our wire untangled so the universe can flow the right things to us 
if you resonate with the universe, use what other word that resonates with you best, what higher power resonates with you best. But the universe will do all the hard work. It'll go around arranging the right people, events, situations. We've got to be the open to receiving that. And we've got to keep our wire untangled. So if those limiting beliefs are there um, and those kind of, you're not taking action, you're just sitting on your ass basically, or your butt, if you want to say it in America, then it's, it's not going to come to us. We're going to keep it from, you know, it's, we're not going to manifest it. And coming back to, to the point that you make, the reasons why having these crap days and honoring them, eating Netflix, binging on the pizza, is because we're able to identify the limiting beliefs, the programming that we have um, that will help us to untangle our wire in the long run and it will allow us to manifest more. So don't be positive, Polly. Like, tune into yourself. We're human AF. Like, we flit all over the place. For one, one minute, we're elated, we're elated and joyous and, you know, whatever. And then next minute, we're just like, what, what the fuck's going on? Why am I, why am I, why am I anxious? Why, 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 this person just really annoyed me. Like, anger, just, you know. Yeah. I'm feeling yeah, I like that. I like that analogy of like the tangled wires or like the tangled headphones. Like I, I think I've actually like tweeted that before. Like my life is just tangled headphones. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I can relate to that because I feel like I I, you know, I, I'm not I'm not a stranger to this work. Like I know the things I want to attract. I know like what my goals are. And like I kind of sometimes feel I'm like some there's some kind of disconnect between me and the universe because something is not going through. So yeah. it, it can be hard. It can be hard to pinpoint like what it is even. Yeah, and it is. And, and sometimes we, we are like these manic manifestors. Um, we, we start going, oh, where is it? Where's this manifestation? And then we're almost giving this vibrational match for luck. You know, we're starting to send out the icky, desperate vibes as well. And sometimes we've got to believe in divine timing. Like my partner didn't live in the country I was in when I was swiping furiously on Tinder, trying to, find, trying to find the guy that I was meant to be with. And he moved to Bangkok, literally moved, was literally up the road from me, um, a few like doors down. And because I was so kind of obsessed with Tinder and trying to find him and taking action out of fear and like going on dates because he could be the one when really intuitively I knew he wasn't going to be the one. And all along, the guy was pretty much down the road, but he wasn't initially, but it was just divine timing taking place and orchestration. And I probably could have met him a lot sooner if I put Tinder away, chilled out and surrendered and was like, okay, I'm leaving this up to the bad trust that it's coming. I'm not going to get into the lack vibes. I'm not going to be like, oh my gosh, it's not coming. Where is he? And yeah, there's so much to the manifestation jigsaw. And if I could summarize it up for you, it would be, you know, get, get into the vibration alignment. We know everything is made up of energy, quantum physics, get into the feel-good vibes when you can. And I emphasize when you can, like turn up the dial a little bit in your day, look at your current day and how it's been going out, like how, 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 how have you been energetic-wise throughout your day? And how could you just turn the dial and increase more like higher vibrational stuff, like higher vibrational activities that make you a match for what you want to call in? Because your desire is on a certain, you know, radio wavelength. It's waiting for you. You've just got to tune into it. And then you've got to um, tune into as well to doing the inner work. You know, you can have this desire. This desire is waiting for you. But if you're not on a vibration alignment on a subconscious level, then it's not likely going to happen. And you're also going to self-sabotage as well, like along the way. You, you know, you're going to be like, I'm not good enough for this. I'm, I'm going to go back, you know? Um, so... Get into vibration alignment, get into subconscious alignment, take action, take action that feels good. <laughs> yeah, we take a lot of action that doesn't feel good because we think we're meant to be doing it and surrender and just be like, you know what, it's coming my way. And one of the best things that I kind of learned with manifestation was surrender even before I'm about to take action. Surrender and say, right, what action am I meant to be taking? And lean back and see what inspiration, see what nudges come through and follow it through that way. And that's more magical because you don't go down the process of taking this in line, sticky action that you feel you should be taking. Mm. There's so and many it, things there that I like. Want to yeah, we could, I, I kind of like just dumped loaded that in there. I was like, hey guys, here's how to manifest and like you could break down so much. Yeah. That is like, that is the general framework though. And, mm. and one thing you said that I wanted to circle back to, because I think this is, so huge is um just like t- 
turning up your daily vibe. And you mentioned this in your book, how you talked about, and I related to this so much, like you don't even realize like time starts to pass and you realize like your vibe is like totally stagnated. Like you're going through the motions of your Mm. daily routine. You're getting up. For me, it was like in my mid twenties and I was like getting on the subway, like running late for work because I hit snooze like six times, going to the office, working like, you know, nine to five, getting out, like going to the gym for my mental health, coming home, eating a meal by myself and zoning out with Netflix. And like you do that over time for like months and months and months. And I think I was living this like flatline vibe. And you've mentioned it like that. That's what you start to get back in return. Like if you're, if you're only putting out this like stagnated energy, like by the laws of quantum physics, like not to to go like off the rails here, but like, that's what you're going to get in return. So I'd love to hear more about like some of those daily practices you can do to kind of Mm. turn that dial up because it's like one of those things that like is really easy to say and gloss over, but it's one of the biggest things anybody can do. Yeah. And some, and when I talk about this, people go crazy with their routines. They start building this manifestation routine in and then they can't stick to it and then they plummet even more. And it really is just turning the dial that little bit has massive ripple effects. Do, you know, gratitude is one of the easiest way that we can tune into that energy. It's like, you know, appreciation is one of the highest vibrational energies that we can do. My, like I have a manifestation routine I usually do it in the morning to set the day right. And I'm sure you hear those people say, oh, have a morning routine, like the morning miracle book and blah, blah, blah. But it does work. Um, and um, so I'll, I'll do gratitude. You, uh, music is great. Um, I just like often like daydream to music and visualize this amazing kind of thing that I want to call in and I get into the vibes. Affirmations, if you're feeling them. But you've got to get it behind the emotion, behind the affirmation, because it's not going to work. Um, because with affirmations, they're like a subconscious mind rewiring tool, and the subconscious mind only communicates through emotion, repetition. And if we just go, "I'm worthy," "I'm good enough," <laughs> it's not going to like um, do anything. Work. It's not going to do fuck all. So um, yeah, so do what feels good. Like Dan, like Dan, people say, like a bit. I know a lot of people like to move the body, dance, talking to friends watching something on Netflix that makes you laugh. That's high vibrational, you know? It's, listen it's, to podcasts, like the Bacon Brown's pod- podcast or Quarter yes. Life Punk. <laughs> yeah, listen to this, like this podcast. You know, I do that. I love podcasts. They get me so high vibe. These, lo- these loads of things that you can do, you just got to find what it is. Like for me, I'm such a Brit. I love a good cup of tea. We love a good brew in the UK. Love a good cup of tea. It's part of like who we are. And it raises my vibe. I love a good tea. Like a good cup of tea. So do what raise, like, like kind of, how can I say, experiment. Do But for me, my routine, wake up, do some gratitude. And I think naturally, because I've been practicing this for so long, I'm just on that, uh, like a higher vibration anyway. Mm. And this is the beauty of it. When you, you've, you've, you don't need to do all this fancy stuff to get your vibe high anymore because it just becomes so natural. And when you're in a funk, when you're in such a shitter, when you're having a really bad day or week, it's really quite quick to navigate out of it because it's quicker to go back up, you know, through the emotions and come back to maybe a neutral place at least and then get into a better vibration. So it's, it, it's such a good thing to do. It's psychology. Like if you look at, if you're not vibing the manifestation vibes, guys, psychologically, it's just an amazing thing to do. Yeah. So even just doing like small little daily things that like just bring you joy. It's yeah. not like, it's not that complicated, you know, like... But it's important because I I realized that, like we've talked about that on this podcast. I'm like, once I started paying attention to like things that brought me joy, like I realized how many days went by where I like wasn't doing things that actually brought me joy. Like I was just working Mm -hmm. and like going through stuff, but like not actually focusing on that stuff. And it's just, it's it's like an easy little thing, like a a good daily reminder to just like do shit you like. (laughs) Yeah. Um, so, and if you go back to your, like, you just got to tune in. How would I feel if I had that desire already in my life? I would feel amazing. I'd feel joy. And everybody's common theme or common emotion behind every manifestation, if they had it, is joy, is feeling good. And that's all we got to do is just feel 
better. And I know for some of us, we were at like a rock bottom. So like, you know, typical quarter life problems were at a rock bottom. Um, that can be quite hard to get your head around. You think, I just can't get there given the current situation that I am. But you can start, you know, a little bit of gratitude of, I wake up in the morning, I'm here, I'm ready, you know, I'm, I've got another day, another going, you know, time to do this day again and go through, you know, and I just feel um, you just got to change the dial that little bit on what your current energy is like, what your current vibration is like, and you're going to see the ripple effects. You're really going to start seeing amazing things or amazing things happen to you. Just yeah. your day gets, your day goes good. You're, you're in flow. We call it in flow in the book. Yeah. One thing I, I noticed in your book that you mentioned, and I thought it was like a really good thing to bring up was just like, cause, cause it, it can be tough. Like if you're in a situation where you're like, that you're not happy in, like, I, I know for you, you know, you talked about your being in an abusive relationship, maybe somebody's mm-hmm. in a job that they just hate. And so it's yeah. easy like to just harp on that energy and be like, I really don't like going to work. I really don't like this. Like I'm, you know, whatever it is. And you mentioned not like, going for joy, not like trying to trick yourself to be like, I love my job, but to just like reach just for like one notch higher than hate. (laughs) Can you talk a little bit about that? that? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So I feel, like I said, if we're in a real rock bottom and we just can't get out of it or we hate something so much, just reach for a place of neutrality because that's better. So if you, you hate your job, you think it, you know, it's awful. Say to yourself, like, my job provides me with the money to eat food. That's kind of a neutral statement. And start, mm-hmm. like, with gratitude for neutral, like, the neutrality of the job and what it brings to you. Um, and it is really going up that emotional guidance scale. If you go, like, on Abraham Hicks and follow their stuff, they talk about all this stuff all the time. But neutrality is so much better than someone going, I, f- I love my job. It's amazing. I'm not asking you to do that. That is definitely not asking you to do that. When you're in a certain kind of funk or low vibe with something like your job and you go to neutrality, you will see positive impacts and positive ripple effects in that area. Um, but like I said, I, I was like that when I wanted to build this business and everything. And I had to see my job. I was like, right. I'm not passionate about it anymore, but it brings me income to fund my business. Um, I, I've got great um, co-workers who make me laugh and, you know, I, I enjoy this, this and that. You can find it. You can, you can get, squeeze it out. Some things that you enjoy or just like neutrality of the position that you're in. Yeah. quick breather so I can tell you about my favorite must-have accessory of 2020. A chic, super sexy silk face mask from our friends at Discover Night. That's right. We all know just how important face masks are by now and we're all going to be wearing them for the foreseeable future. So why not treat yourself and actually get one that is super cute and also comfortable to wear and better for your skin? Look, I know nobody likes wearing a face mask, but I can tell you from personal experience that upgrading to a luxurious, super soft silk mask makes wearing one that much easier. Discover Night is one of my favorite female-run businesses. I'm actually working on getting their founder, Callie, on this podcast. I mean, she's my age and just like such a badass. But these face masks are quickly becoming a huge fashion favorite. I have seen so many bloggers and influencers rocking these because they do. I mean, they look really sleek and stylish. They're made from 100% mulberry silk, which is super soft, lightweight, and gentle on the skin. They come with adjustable ear loops and nose clips for a snug, comfortable fit. And they come in super chic colors like blush, gunmetal, black, champagne, and more. And don't just take my word for it. Like if you go to their website, their reviews are insane. I'm telling you, people are obsessed with these masks. So if we have a few more months of wearing one, let me tell you, I highly suggest an upgrade. So for 20% off, just head to discovernight.com and use code BIGHID at checkout. Oh, and when you order a face mask, they also donate five surgical masks to healthcare professionals until they reach their goal of 60,000, which is incredible. So again, get yours today for 20% off with that discount code BIGHID at checkout. 
Look, we all know we need to drink more water. It improves your skin and mood, increases your brain power, and boosts your productivity. It even helps your digestion and gives you energy. I mean, I think I even had a meme recently that was like, if we all have 99 problems, drinking more water can solve like 78 of them. But staying hydrated can be hard, and that's why I love Hydrant. Hydrant is a refreshing electrolyte powder that you mix directly into water to more efficiently and effectively hydrate your body. It contains four essential electrolytes your body needs, sodium, potassium, magnesium, and zinc to help your body hydrate fast and stay hydrated. Hydrant is made with real fruit juice powder and comes in a variety of flavors, including new keto-friendly lemonade and pink grapefruit with no added sugar and only two grams of carbs. I've personally been drinking the raspberry lemonade flavor, which is super light and subtle. And actually, Hydrant just introduced its new immunity line available in either lemon, ginger, or hot apple cider, which I am very excited to try. This line supports your immunity with 1,000 milligrams of vitamin C plus B6, B12, and essential vitamins, minerals, and electrolytes with ginger and zinc. I'm a huge fan of Hydrant. I've started drinking them daily to keep me hydrated. And it's not just me. It's loved by pro athletes, top performers, celebrities, and has thousands of five-star reviews. So we've got a special deal for our listeners to save 25% off your first order. Just go to drinkhydrant.com slash BKP or enter our promo code BKP at checkout. Oh, plus it's backed by a 100% satisfaction guarantee. So if you don't love it, send it back for a full refund. That's Drink Hydrant. Hydrant is H-Y-D-R-A-N-T dot com slash BKP and enter promo code BKP for 25% off your first order. When you're, I'm curious. So like, if you, let's say you're going after something that you're like really trying to manifest, like you have like a clear goal that you want, but you just keep hitting like setback after setback after setback and things aren't working. Do you ever think like, okay, maybe this isn't meant for me or like, what, what are your thoughts on that? Like, do you, do you need to like maybe reevaluate your goal and like realign or do you need to approach it from a different way. I'm curious, I'm curious of your perspective because I've actually disagreed with people on this. Like, I don't know. I'm curious what you think. Right. So this is my perspective. I feel if it's not meant for us, we'll get roadblocks. Uh-oh. I think, yeah. <laughs> I, 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 like, I do think oh, it's such a hard one because part of me is like, if you've innately got the desire, then, then it is for you. But then part of me, I've had moments where I've been given kind of like, 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 so for example, when I first started in, in, um, this business world, I was, I, I actually trade, I can, um, I used to trade Forex and so forth. And I was like, okay, I'm going to open up a business where I'm going to help other women how to trade. And I was going through the motion and I was just getting resistance, 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 even though I was doing the work. But the thing is with the resistance soon was replaced by the path I should be going down. Hmm. I was kind of altered and like, no, you should, you know, because even when I was doing the, the trading, when I was doing the trading, I was setting up um, aspects of bringing in like mindset for traders, positive mindset for traders and you know, to the extent manifestation for traders. And I was like, it was under my nose all this time of what I should be doing. Like I'm bringing in these spiritual concepts into trading. Like it's under my nose. So it was almost, um, I was going down this road and I was veered to something a little bit different. Hmm. <sighs> my whole thing, because like, I, I, well, that's actually part of um, one of my problems when it comes to manifestation. And, and I noticed this in your book is like, I, I have such like a, a problem with control. Like I am grasping mm. onto the things that I want with both hands for dear life. Even though like I keep getting like yeah. rejections, I keep getting resistance, I feel like all the time, but I just, I have my freaking nails dug in. I'm like, no, I really, I really want this. And so I'm kind of torn between like, how much like blind faith do you need to have that like, if this Mm. is what I really want, like then it's going to happen versus like, maybe you should like reevaluate your life choices because it's maybe it's not working out for you. I feel like when we get, there's a new opportunity presented to us, it's something better 
when we grip on, we sometimes we see something so like, I should be doing this. I need to go with that person so, so much. But really, these other opportunities in the future that are way better than that opportunity. I've, I've got a perfect example. This podcast, for me, was way better and more magical than other podcasts that, you know, for me, it was more in alignment um, than other podcasts maybe that weren't, weren't, weren't for me. So, for example, I would pitch the podcast and you might get some no's, you might get some yeses. And then you realize that, you, how can I put it? Um, you might get a no from a podcast and then you get a yes from a podcast. That's fucking epic. <laughs> That's fucking amazing, you know? Um, yeah. Oh, I like, I, I, that's like when something, you know, I feel like there's like a door that closes, but like a window that opens kind of situation. Like I'll I'll give you, I'll give you another example for mine, like for my, just like starting this podcast. Like this is like a great example. Mm. So when I first started this podcast, I, cause I already have an existing like social media platform. I was under the impression that I, I really needed to be with the network to just get out get on the air and, and do the podcast that I, that I had in my brain. And I got no's from every network. Like I literally spent so much, spun my wheels so hard, pitching networks, talking to agents, doing all of the things, trying to, you know, get this podcast out. And, and that, this is what I mean by like sheer grip and force. Like, even though I got a hundred no's, I was like, I'm doing it anyway. Even though I got all this resistance, I'm like, I'm going to do this anyway. And I ended up like self-producing and doing, doing all of it, having to learn everything from scratch, watching YouTube videos on like how to turn your microphone on. And that's just one example. I have many others where I'm like, what is the difference between holding on the grip and then surrendering and being like, maybe this isn't what's supposed to happen. I think... I think for you, and I don't know if this resonates with you, spirit works in mysterious ways. Universe works in mysterious ways. By you learning how to switch your microphone on, that might have, you know, in the future, you might be inspiring women to start amazing, um, hugely successful podcasts, you know? And if you didn't have this kind of... um, you know, story, if you didn't have this kind of um, thing, like this, this universe didn't want that for you because this is better. Hmm. This is going to, this is going to, something here that's going to be more magical than what you can't see yet. Yeah. I just like, I sometimes like, I think in, in terms of like manifestation world, I'm like, I feel, I see like some girls on Instagram who are like manifesting everything super easily. And I'm just mm-hmm. like, why yeah. is it so hard for some people and like easier for others? I do. I do feel like there is always something bigger at play. Like the view you on, like the viewed me onto a different path when I was getting resistance with my Forex, and I ended up veering onto this path of going into mindset and manifestation. And I feel there's something greater at play here. There's something where this has a reason. God, I hope so. <laughs> it abs- absolutely, like definitely has a reason. And when it comes to surrendering, that is the hardest part of manifestation. You've got to take action. Like I'm taking all this action. I'm focusing on my goal, and then you tell me to surrender. Like it's an absolute mindfuck. Mm-hmm. And like I said, the best thing that I kind of had my realization was surrendering was you just saying, right, I, I'm handing this over to you now. I've done this podcast. I've, I've done what I can. I'm handing this over to you and I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to wait for the inspired action to come through and what I should do next. Because you, you never know. Like I said, the, the best thing ever could be just around the corner. And by you surrendering it, you haven't kind of when you're holding on too tightly to the universe, they can't move much. And they've got something better at play. They've got something bigger coming in, mm. um, you know? And like, that's what I feel with your podcast. Like when you're talking to me naturally, intuitively, I feel that this is the case for your podcast. Um, and when you surrender and say, you know, I'm, I'm handing it over to you. You guide me. You give me the inspiration and you'll get the ideas and nudges of what you should be doing. That's, so that's actually interesting because I think that is um, something that I, I've noticed and like sometimes ignore, you know what I mean? Like you'll get like, a, I know that that's like a huge thing, but I'll be somewhere like I'll be doing a bunch of things and I'll get like a random idea of like, Oh, you should reach out to that person to interview. Uh, that's it. Done. 
follow that, follow that, especially in the shower, shower thoughts when you're in the water. <laughs> I have most mine. Please follow that, follow that nudge. That's, that's a doubt. That's, that's a download. That's from source, you know? Universe. Yeah. One thing I've done in case it helps anybody else is like, sometimes I get these random thoughts, but I'm like, so locked into what I'm doing. And I'm like, oh, I can't like, I'm also an ADD brain. So I'm like, I can't like drop and just do whatever that crazy idea that popped in my head is, but I will write them down. And like, then when I'm like figuring out my weekly schedule, I'll be like, oh, let me go back to that random thought I had. Like, can I, can I try, can I, can I throw this in my weekly schedule and try and like do some of this stuff just so it doesn't get so super overwhelming? Cause sometimes it can be overwhelming. Yeah, definitely. But don't ignore those those ideas act on those I think that was more com- I think that was more confirmation like when you said that to me like I was like oh my gosh do you even realize what you, you you're doing you you are yeah you're just holding on too tightly to some things and the universe is like this is do this do that and they're trying to guide you and, and you're I'm like, no, <laughs> no, it happens in this way. I've been programmed and I've seen someone else happen to it in this way too. So it must happen to me in that way. No, it, it's, you know, follow that guidance. Yeah. That brings me to another thing I wanted to talk to you about is when you talk about some of the programming that we've had our whole lives. And this was interesting um, in your situation is like, I know in your early 20s, you were like, I know I want to like move to London and have this like posh lifestyle. And that's like really what, you know, you wanted for yourself. And then eventually you were like, you know what, those are great things, but they're not like the things for me. I think that can be a really hard thing going through your transitions in life where you might have some goals that you think are your goals. And it can be hard to actually like let go of those, like even some, Mm. even things like having the white picket fence in the house or having kids, like how do you kind of like separate what society is telling you your goal should be and like really finding like what you should be doing? I feel a lot of it comes down to you, you tuning into yourself. And whenever I like the, one of the things that I do whenever I, I do any of my programs is, or what in the book, um, is encourage people to, okay, write down your manifestations, write down your goals, and then tune in and ask yourself, is this, is this for society? Is this like because my peers are doing it? And is this, be, or is this because, um, you know, uh, my parents expect it of me? And tune in and you can even go into what's your why? Well, why do you want it? And if you can't give a decent enough why, then that shows it's not aligned. If, you, if you're not having these aligned manifestation intentions, you're not likely to manifest it. You know, when, you, when it's aligned, when it's a, an amazing soul, yes, this is really the manifestation for me, it does manifest a lot more easily than, than something that isn't really aligned for you. So for example, like we were saying before we came on, I'm 33, I don't have kids, I'm not married, yeah? Yay, you know, the club, I love it. I love my club. <laughs> <laughs> and um and but it took me a while to drop that because society expected me to now be married, have children, have the have the mortgage, have the house, blah blah blah. But I, my soul wanted travel, my soul wanted expansion, my soul wanted me to start a new a new business and write a book. Mm. Like if you told me that I was gonna be an author, I would in so many years' time, I would never believe you. Never ever believe you, really. Uh, and I, absolutely, my mom was called in to primary school to talk about my full stops in the middle of my sentences. Like my writer, I was never like a praised writer. I was told like I went to I went to university and I was told my writing was idiosyncratic. I ended up doing a master's as well, which I don't you know. And then when it came to to, I never would have the book. But again, when I took surrendered before taking action, I had the inspiration. I had the message, the download, you need to write a book. Hmm. And I wrote a book. And like I said, it was never on my radar. I would never associate myself with an author. And now I have this book out there in the world that shares my pretty vulnerable stories. I cracked my pants when it first came out. Um, And then I got the feedback. Then I got the reviews and they've been absolutely insane. I think that's even more. I think this is a message for you again. <laughs> trust, trust that download. Um, I think I've gone off topic, but like, yeah, just tune in and ask what, what's your why? 
well, why yeah. do you want it? And if you can't give a why and it still feels sticky, it feels icky, it doesn't really feel for you, just cross it off. Just go for it. Just trust yourself. Yeah. I think too, it's like a, such a good exercise to write down like the goals that you have, the manifestations you want. Because I even noticed like when I do that, I'm like, there are certain things on that list that like when I write them down, I'm like, oh, like I feel like so much more excited for those than yes. some of the other ones that are on my list. And I feel like it's like that you know, like that kind of energy that's moving you towards some of the things like that gives you the area of maybe where to focus on. Mm, Definitely. Absolutely. Like what lights up your soul is for you, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. But it can be scary. It can be hard to give up some of those things that you think are like what you're supposed to be doing. Like I can imagine leaving London for you was really challenging. I know when I left New York City, like up up until the day that I left New York when I was 29, um, I had always, that was my number one goal in life was to move to New York. Like that was like the number yeah. one thing when I had to leave that, I was like, that was like a big part of my identity gone also. Yeah. yeah. And I think like the London dream, like, you know, you have the, I'm going to be this city young professional drinking my $30 cocktail and a rooftop bar. Uh, you know, and I'm going to be this, having this amazing, this is where I'm going to have my whole life. I'm going to get married. I'm going to have my house. And it didn't happen. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> Shit. You know, and that's when you, yeah, it's, it's, um, everybody thinks like if you, you've got to have it in a certain set way. And sometimes it, only if obviously it doesn't initially work out that way. And it's, there's reasons for it. And then when you start actually intentionally manifesting, then obviously it can come through. But yeah. yeah. I know that's like one thing you said in in your book that I actually really liked. It's like, it's like not going for like the goals that you think you're supposed to have. Like the whole goal is just to find like the highest version of yourself. Yeah. Yeah. And I I think like we're we're born with, um, we, we, we become so far removed from how powerful and limitless we are. Um, and you, you've got to return back to the high self. And the more you release those limiting beliefs that are not for you, the more you dismantle them the more you return back to your higher self and your higher self is she's a fucking queen. She's amazing. You know? And that, and that's who you've always been. You just became so far removed. Yeah. I love that. When you say that, that like we're all like so limitless and I know that's like a huge theme is in your book is like, you know, going for abundance, like abundance, 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 like such a huge overcoming thing. And I know so many of us suffer from like that lack mentality where like, even you just saying like possibilities are like limitless. I had like a moment of like, that is so true. Like, why don't I realize that? And I think it has a lot to do with like some of these, this like black mentality that so many of us have. Is there anything like you would suggest for people to help them get into more of an abundant mindset? Yeah. So with lack mentality, I can give you a few examples of typical lack mentality that we mainly suffer, especially if you, you might have studied economics <laughs> about scarcity and stuff. Mm-hmm. We're, just, we're just conditioned to believe that there's not enough to go around, you know? And um, okay, if, if you continue to believe that and operate that, that will be reflected into your reality. Um, if we look at competition, so say, for example, you're starting a business because something that I found as well, and this is how beautiful the universe works, my last... Uh, about my last 10 women that have come to me for work, I've all wanted to start a spiritual business. So I've just, I've just now moved um, and offered that into part, part of my thing. Anybody, like, if you want to start a spiritual business, I can help you to do that. And if you want to start a book, I'll help you to do that. You know, I think, you know, we, we can go into the business or the podcast world and say, there's too much competition. There's too much competition. Um, and if you believe that, it's it's gonna it's gonna really come into your reality and, and let's just dismantle that for a moment. Really, like Coke and Pepsi, they survive. They're the same. They're the same. Pretty much the same product product, and they still are there. You know, kind of owning it. And for me, when I go and when I'm looking for a podcast, and I'm sure you can resonate with this as well. There'll be loads of podcasts in the same area of what I want to do. Okay, mm-hmm. there'll be so many, you know, but I will go to the one that I energetically align with. I'll go to the one that feels like I like and, you know, feels good and I enjoy listening to and that resonates with me. And something that like when they enter, when many people enter the business world, podcast world, no, too much competition, too saturated. 
but the, that's not true. It's yeah, there's m- many players. Yes, that's a fact. But people will go towards different people that they resonate resonate with, and it's the same for books. When I first published my book, my lack mentality was: there's not enough. Uh, nobody's going to read my book. There's too many sp- spiritual and personal development books. How many books? How many spiritual person development books do people read? Like they read five at a time. There's definitely people will go and shop somewhere and maybe go and shop with your competitor and also come to you as well. Like it's there's enough to go around. And I recently did a post about um, um, a podcast about this about the lack to abundance mentality. You know, there's not enough competition. There's not enough to go around. If you, fair enough, you believe that it's going to come through in your reality. If you change that, you can dismantle it and have a shift with it, then you're going to have experienced more abundance in, in, in your life. And I'm not talking shit when I'm saying we're limitless. We really are. <laughs> you know, the successful, the millionaires, the most successful people on the planet have got the mindset in check, know how powerful they are and operate from that mindset. And that's how, why, why they're so successful in life. That's been like a huge thing that's helped me is like when I start to think of, you know, limitations and stuff like that, I actually look at examples like out there. I'm like, uh, you know, so-and-so this person um, had similar circumstances and she's a billionaire, you know, like yeah. I think that's thing, helpful. And one thing as well, like one of the biggest lack mentalities that most women our age have in our like 20s to 30s is jealousy. Like, oh, wow, look, they, they've got that. And it's coming from a place of lack. It's like, well, the, they can't have that. I can't have that. So I can't be happy for them. And I, I want to be jealous about them because that means if they can have it, I, I can't have it. And it's one of the biggest things, you know, I talk about it in my book. I think my opening chapter is talking about Jenny on Instagram. And I say, you know, I'm scrolling through Instagram. I've got my double chin on form. Uh, it's three o'clock in the morning. I'm scrolling through Instagram and Jenny is showing off her holiday Santorini. She's showing off blue a video of IGTV with blue um, streamers showing that she's just having a baby boy if like fit husband's there and you're thinking fuck off Jenny you know with your perfect Instagram and, and that's that's how we are and that's why you know we do the comparisonitis game and the actual funny thing was and something that massively shifted my mindset when I realized this is our subconscious mind does not know the difference between real or imagined so if you go, and I talk about this in my book, and find your crush, find your crushes in career, love, lifestyle, even if they're on Instagram, and follow them and bathe in their energy because you are showing your subconscious mind that is possible for you. If it wasn't for that woman having all those things, she couldn't set the bar for you. She couldn't show you what is possible. As soon as she gets it, she leads the way. She leads the way for others. And that caused a massive shift in this jealousy mindset that I used to have. So many people, so many women do tend tend to still have. Yeah, it's definitely like a reframing from like, this person has these things, I'm jealous of them, to this person has these things. This is actually like an expander for me because if she has these things, like I can have these things. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, I feel like I did like a some kind of hypnosis. I'm like, I'm like doing a whole hypnosis thing right now. I love it. it. Yeah. It's actually been really, really helpful. But one of the things that they did, it was like pick like five people that you admire or who are doing things that you want to do and like, you know, follow them, like, you know, try and get an audience with them, like be friendly with them, go to coffee with them, whatever it is, because like, it kind of goes back to that whole thing. Like you're like the culmination of the five people you hang out yes. with most. Yeah. You want to bring people in your life, whether virtually or in real life that um, are doing the things that you want to do. Cause same thing. I think you can, like you said, like feed off of some of that energy. Yeah, definitely. You're just showing, Hey, subconscious mind, this is also possible for me. Let's get to it. And your subconscious mind is so powerful. Some of the stuff the subconscious mind has done, we can now do hypnobirthing, pain management. You know, these people who, um, these bas- I think there was a study on, uh, I think it was a basketball team. One team practiced properly, physically. One team just used their mind and worked with the subconscious mind. And that team ended up winning. And I'm sure there's loads of variables at play, but they also gained muscle mass as well. And they didn't do any physical activity. Like the subconscious mind is so 
so, so, so powerful. And we're only, we, we, we don't operate with it enough. We mainly operate with our conscious mind. And as soon as you start working more with your subconscious mind, it works for you. And some of the practices in the book that I talk about promote this, right, I'm going to start working with my subconscious mind. You can even give your subconscious mind a name. And you, you know, you can just, before, like in the morning, this is why morning routines are so popular because you're working with your subconscious mind when it's in that theta brainwave state. When you go to bed, you're in theta brainwave state again. So if you do some, if you visualize your perfect dream day before a particular manifestation, it's so powerful because we're in that juicy brainwave state where we can access and penetrate the subconscious, imprint it, and it goes to work about, okay, got this, and it will do what it needs to do. It's, I can't even explain the possibilities and no experts can, but it, you know, still to this day, can't explain every possibility that subconscious mind do because it's so powerful. That's also why it can be bad to like the second you wake up, flip on Instagram and then be flooded with things that like, are like, I don't yeah. have that. <laughs> yeah, I don't have that yet. And, you know, like, like you just said there, um, another thing that can help with your energy, you know, we're talking about um, turning up the dial and, and having more positive things, do more kind of things that will raise our energy. We also need to stem our energy leaks as well. Um, and one of my biggest energy leak was news, media, and Instagram first thing in the morning. Mm. Go straight into your morning routine and like, or avoiding Karen at work. That's another energy leak. So <laughs> um, everybody, everybody has a Karen in their life. It's just a complete energy leak. It's so true. I, I, that is, that is actually like great advice to be, be aware of what those energy leaks are. Yeah. You know? So that's, I think that's huge. Um, I could literally chat to you all day about this. Like we could, we could keep at this for five more hours to kind of wrap things up. I kind of wanted to ask you if there is like one thing our audience can do today to help them up level, like what would, what would you suggest? I know this is really cliche and it's probably what they don't want to hear. They want me to give them something like, wow, really profound or something. But gratitude, honestly, just start, just do gratitude today and feel into it. And one thing that I do is a gratitude rampage where I'm grateful for the things that are basic. Like, I know it's not basic, but you know what I mean? Like getting up in the like waking up, having food. And then I build up to things that I'm really grateful for, like family and friends. And then I'll lamp it up to 10, five things that I'm grateful for that I'm, I'm manifesting that aren't in my life yet, but I'm going to act as if I'm going to, you know, they're already there. I'm going to tell my subconscious mind um, because the subconscious mind loves to be rewarded. Uh, and, you know, I'm going, I'm so grateful for, you know, really get into it, getting the, emo- the emotion of it. And I, when I do gratitude, I can literally feel myself coming up. And I think one way, because I don't think it's so easy to do affirmations and gratitude like, I'm really, oh, I'm grateful for that. I'm, I'm, you know, in that heart, like real low vibe, can't be uh, like bothered. Imagine, I know this is a bit dark, but imagine that thing being taken away from you. And how does that feel? And then imagine somebody's turning around saying, no, you can have it back in your life. And then, oh, you know, feeling, that's the feeling you want to feel when you're doing gratitude. That's actually yeah. kind of an interesting, like little twist on that exercise. I kind of like that. Yeah, I was thinking, how can I be a bit more profound? <laughs> because I've just said, just do gratitude, you know, but there's some really, it's, a, it's doing things properly in an effective way. Mm-hmm. Um, I, think I like that. I, I like what you just said too, about like um, being grateful for the things that you want to manifest, like using that as a practice. And I think I've tried that before and failed because I'll do things like, wow, I'm really grateful for that million dollars in my bank account. You know, like it just doesn't, yeah. it doesn't feel real. Is there yeah, like a so, hack around that? <laughs> yeah, bring that goal down. Like, just bring it down. I know we should be limitless with our goals, but especially money goals. If we've not, if we've never really had it in our reality before, our subconscious, our subconscious is not open to it at the moment. You know, it's a bit like you've never really had a million dollars, <laughs> and um, you know, um, just bring it down to something that feels a bit better, and then work up to the hundred million. Or you could you know, say I'm grateful for um, calling in or I'm grateful for being in the process of receiving this. Having an incremental statement to say that it's coming and you're working your way up to it can help to soften and get more behind it, behind what you want to call in. I love that. I think those are great. That's a great little 
life hack to leave off on. If, um, oh, you know what? I was going to say, um, where can we find more of you? But actually, before you tell us that, I think we have a little, do we have a giveaway happening? <laughs> yes, we have a giveaway. Um, so I'm going to give away three copies of my book, The Quarter Life Funk, Get Your Shit Together and Manifest an Abundant Life. Um, and all you've got to do is share a story or even a post of you listening to Sarah and I, tag us both in it. And what we'll do, we'll enter you for a draw and we will announce um, the winner and they'll get a book, um, a, a copy of the book. Love it. And I've, I really, really like love your book because you are, you're giving personal anecdotes and stories from your life, but you're also like, here are some very clear things to do. Like you're giving journal prompts, yeah. you're giving like action items. Like I'm all about action items. Like I think mm. that's huge. So it's a really great book, guys. We're going to yeah. do this giveaway, which I'm excited. I don't think we've ever done a, yeah. know, we've done some stuff, but never with a guest. So this is awesome. Rachel, thank you so, so much for being on. Love having you. Thank you so much, Sarah. All right. That is a wrap on our episode this week. I hope you guys liked this one. I know there is a lot of info to digest. So if you want to learn more or get deeper into this topic, I'm definitely going to encourage you guys to follow Rachel at The Quarter Life Funk. I've included all her social media handles and a link to her book in show notes. If you want to be one of the lucky winners to win her book, just post on Instagram and tag us for a chance to win a copy. It could be something you took away from this podcast or something you're trying to manifest right now. Whatever you're feeling, just make sure to reference this episode and tag us both. If you want to go deeper, you can also join the Big Kid Problems Super Secret Facebook group. I'm in there and we chat and go further into each episode. So if you're curious, follow that intuition and come hang. If you're enjoying this show, also a quick reminder to leave a little review if you can. It takes a minute and really does help the show grow. So with that, I want to thank all of you for tuning into this episode today. The show is not possible without your support. So seriously, thank you. And to leave you with a quote, uh, this one is from an unknown source, but it actually gave me a lot of comfort during my quarter life crisis. It's nothing will ruin your 20s more than thinking you should have your life together already. There you have it. Have a great week, friends, and I will see you next Tuesday.